Welcome to a new episode of NY Just Fans with host Davis Sharma and Chris. Happy New League Year. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Just Fans Podcast. Also, like our Facebook page, NY Just Fans, as we is on the first week of free agency. It's a lot of a lot of crazy things happen. So we'll get to that in a second. Um, Chris, I it's it's crazy. Joe Douglas only signed a few players, um, to name them, Corey Davis. Um, oh, sorry, Corey Davis, Jared Davis. Uh, who who else was the other ones? Um, Michael Davis, Charles Davis, Steve Davis. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was it was two other. Oh yeah, Carl Lawson, which is which is good for a pass rusher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and also it was one more guy. I think it was uh, Jesus, I forgot the his corner. name. Um, J- uh, Justin uh, Hardy. Hardy, yeah. Justin Hardy from the, uh, from the Saints. Uh, Joe Douglas mean? really haven't made too many moves, and and so so Chris, why why it, why do you think that Joe Douglas haven't really made any moves and any major splashes? And also, is is that should that concerns should that concerns concern us as fans? No, I don't think so. You know, this is the way this is the way he's playing it. You know, it, he's, he doesn't want to set the market basically on some of these guys. I think he's waiting for that market to come down a little bit. And we're kind of seeing that with the wide receivers. You know, none of the top guys have signed other than with us, with uh, Davis. And I think we got him at a pretty good deal, you know, a pretty good price. Um, the rest of them, I, you know, he's not going to overpay for anybody. It seems like he's got whatever numbers he's got for these guys. And that's what he's going to stick with. You know, we could see with uh, with Thune, you know, everybody thought it was a done deal for us getting Thune, and then the Chiefs came out of nowhere to sign him, but it was a huge deal, and that seemed like it was a little bit too high for what uh, Douglas wanted to pay, and um, and it shows. You know, now he's basically sitting back, waiting for that market to come down to where he wants to spend, and he's going to get his guys, and he knows, listen, and we know too, we have tons of holes on this team and we're not going to finish filling those holes in one off season. You know, this is already, you know, his second off season. So, and it's not going to happen in two years, you know, get a little better this year. We got the new coaching staff next year. Maybe we'll take that big step, but um, you know, you know, he knows Rome wasn't built in a day and this team is not going to be built in a couple of off seasons under his, under his, uh, watch so I think he's just waiting for that market to come down and then he's going to pounce on guys that he's that he really wants I'm sure there's guys that have gotten away that are just too much or maybe they're just picking another team over us that could be too you know I yeah I I I I try to stay away from trying to draw conclusions to why certain moves weren't made because we're not in the room listening to the decisions that were made by the players or by the teams. Um, you could inquire about a player and the player, even if you sometimes, you know, you say you have interest in a player, especially a team like the Jets, you could say, oh, yeah, um, tell his agent I have int- we have interest, you know, and, uh, and you say you throw a number out there. Even if the number is more than the Chiefs would pay, which team you prefer to go to? a team rebuilding or a team that constantly 
uh, um, is in the running for championships. It, it's it's a no brainer at the end of the day. So when people say, you know, Joe Douglas missed out on Tooney, is that really what happened? Or was that a product of the fact that the Chiefs is just one of the better teams in the league and one of the better teams we've seen in the league for a very long time? And if you're a free agent, you'd rather go there than come over here and wait until the Jets get to be in a competitive team. That's a very simple uh, um, deduction, in my opinion. So I, you know, I don't, I don't understand what you know. Every offseason, everybody's crying. The Jets can't sign this one, and they can't sign that one. It doesn't I mean the the players that want to come to New York? They come to New York. Carl Lawson, I bet you, had other offers, but he wanted to come play for our new defensive coordinator and Robert Sala. And he got well compensated for it. As simple as that. Would we hear about the other teams that, that said to his agent, hey, man, we we're going to pay? No, we might never hear what other teams he, he wanted to play for. you know. And, and Corey Davis got signed to, a, in some estimations, a massive deal. You know, because he hasn't been a consistent enough wide receiver in the league to get that deal, but he has the potential to be. So, yes, there were pundits on TV talking about the Jets signed that Davis is, is a, for a ridiculous amount of money, so and so, whatever, whatever. So what? So what? He fits what they want. So they paid him and then he came over. As simple as that. Will you ever hear who else was in the running? Maybe never. It'll always gonna be. It's always gonna be a rumor unless his agent or him divulged who said and who what. So, I mean, this is this is uh, this is the part of the conversation in free agency that I really hate because at the end of the day, the 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 um, we'll never get the full scope of really the conversations that are being had, um, and we don't know what at the end of the day the the we don't know the vision that the coaches and Joe Douglas really have because they, because they can't tell us because if, if they try to tell us, then everybody else would know. Then everybody else would be hip to what they're trying to do. So, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm just taking it in, man. You know, Joe I, Douglas I, signed somebody, he signed somebody. If he doesn't. I, I mean, I don't get the problem with signing Davis. I mean, um, you know, the wide, the wide receiver, I mean, Corey Davis, I mean, they signed him for three years. What was it? 37 million. That's yeah, not yeah. bad for him. I mean, the guy's 26 years old. What do you think you were going to get him for? You know? Hey, again, that's, I, that's what I'm saying. When the Jets, I said, I said that on Twitter and I got, I got, uh, I got likes from a few people I thought I would never get likes from, uh, but I, I, you know, literally when teams like the Jets make certain moves, people bash them over the head for making those moves. When teams like the Patriots make moves, certain moves, everybody praises them. Oh, man, great job. Look at that. You, you're shoring up the defense. Oh, man, look at that. You're shoring up your offense. Oh, my God. Smart. Goodness. Smart pickup. <laughs> right? Oh, but the Jets can't do a smart pickup. No, I, because it's not. Because there's no way the Jets would be smart. Are you kidding me? Right. Because, because hey, man, for every bad thing that any other GM 
or every other front office I've ever done in New York, for some reason, Joe Douglas has been involved in those moves. Even if Joe Douglas has never, has only been with the Jets for two years, you know? So, so man, you know, the Jets, it's the Jets being the Jets. No, Joe Douglas hasn't been a Jet for too long. So how is the Jets being the Jets? What the hell are you talking about? But that's, that's the nature of the, the NFL pundit conversation around this time. That's why I really don't pay attention to it. Yeah, I, I think so far he's done okay. Yeah, we'd like to have, you know, five more guys signed. You know, how come he didn't go after this guy? How come he didn't? How do you know we didn't go after him or didn't try to sign him? You know, all these people are like, oh, he should have been in on that guy or he should have been. Maybe he was. And like you said, too, <laughs> it might be a simple thing about them picking another team than us. Just because we got Salah, you know, like, oh, everybody's going to come here. No. <laughs> they want to win also and you know what if kansas city comes knocking or if another team that that is a, a playoff team already is is saying oh well, you know we'll sign you i mean if if the money is the same or even close to it guess what they're probably going to pick the better team i don't care who our coach is right now and to be honest right now we don't have a quarterback you know our quarterback is a huge question mark you know no. so i mean so if another team is looking at that, you're like, oh, yeah, they might draft Zach Wilson. I don't know how good that guy's going to be. He looks great in college, but that don't mean nothing. Go. So <laughs> we, we basically have this huge question mark at quarterback. But, oh, wait a minute. Let me, uh, let me pick the Jets over Kansas City. <laughs> you know, <laughs> a team that just went to the Super Bowl and has arguably the best quarterback in the league right now. Yeah, all right. I mean, come it's not on, gonna right? happen, right? Yeah. And and yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, they, yeah. There's no no reason to um, argue it's gonna, over. It's gonna be an uphill stuff. battle for us until we start winning. It's as simple as yeah, that. There you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. And, yep. And some and sometimes I feel like sometimes you don't need to spend all your money on getting two or three big stars when you still have holes to fill. Right. You know, position wise. And Corey Davis is just coming out of um, his best uh, his his best season, as, um, I guess as a Titan. So that's that's good. I know he's coming out of injury. I know we done had to talk about him. If if he would have played, maybe they you know they would have beaten the Ravens. Um, I I I feel like Joe Douglas is trying to make the moves that he wants to make, but I guess you know. He's really on what what he what he wants, and that's to build through the draft. He right. he done knocked us over the head with that since he came since he uh came as a DM. He said, "Listen, I want to build through the draft. I want to make sure our team is 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 good through the draft." So this is what we're seeing, you know. And with Sam Darnold, I I don't know um, for what Sharman just uh I guess shared with myself and Chris. Um, from Chad Forbes, uh, uh, they won a fifth knife pick. Was it a 50 knife or was it 39? I think it was 39. 39. Right? 39 Ohio. Yeah. So, so basically, Panther, uh, the Panthers got that pick. Um, I mean, it, it seems like the market is kind of going down for Dardle because we want to talk about that in a second. But I, I think I, I think that we're doing the right. I think we're we're actually doing the right thing and not overpaying guys neither. I mean, yes, I think these guys got to get paid, but I think we're doing the right thing. 
And also, uh, real quick, with, with Mosley uh, getting trade offers, uh, how do you feel about that, Chris? Uh, I think that's okay. I mean, he's he is signed to a big contract. Um, obviously, it's, you know, we overpaid for him at the time a couple of years ago. Um, I understand why the Jets want to, want to trade him not because he's not a good player I mean this guy is arguably one of the he is one of the best linebackers in the entire league impactful player absolutely so it's nothing against his playing thing but um, this is a guy that hasn't played a full game in almost three years right his last full game was in 2018 the 2018 season so you know for us he didn't play last year he opted out the year before we know he played the half game against Buffalo and then he played another half game and that was it so now he's not playing for almost three years. So you, that's another guy. We really don't know what he's going to do. I don't think anybody knows. I don't think he even knows how he's going to perform this year after being out for so long. You know, we've seen guys sit out a year, look at Le'Veon Bell, unfortunately, but we, we've seen other players sit out and it takes them a year to get back into, you know, fully back into themselves. So, I, I mean, I get why they want to trade him. I just don't know if another team's going to take on that, that contract is it's big and you just don't know what you're going to get from CJ Mosley. You know, are you going to get the all pro, the, the guy that's one of the best linebackers in the league, or are you going to get a guy who's hasn't played a full game in almost three years? So I think that's the gamble, not just for us, but for a team that's, and even if we trade him, how much are we going to get? Probably not much in a trade, uh, probably a low pick, um, cause they're taking on such a, a big, uh, contract. So, um, you know, I, I mean, this year it's not much, but this year it's only a $6 million hit against a cap. But if we trade them, the dead cap is like 27 million for this year. Um, but the next three years of his contract is 16, 17 and 17 or I'm sorry, the cap hit is 17, 18 and 18 against mm -hmm. the cap for the next three years on his contract. So, you know, I can see why they want to trade him. You know, Douglas did not sign him. He probably knows him from, from Baltimore, and I'm sure there's a connection there. He'd probably love to keep him, but that's a lot of money to be invested in one player, you know? So, and a question mark on, on that player. So it's, it's a tough decision. I mean, I guess if they get a decent draft pick, they'll probably move him. But, um, you know... We're obviously low in linebackers. You know, we're going to go over the linebacker position. So we trade him. That's a huge hole we're going to have to fill. So um, it's a tough decision to move him. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I'm. Um, he definitely fits in in my opinion um, because I'm I'm not in the in the defensive room, but and um, just looking at um, what. Uh, Robert Sala used to run and what our new defensive coordinator uh, likes, it seems like he would definitely fit the scheme or what they would want to do. Um, but like Chris said, money-wise, would it be smarter to try to um, move away from spending so much money on a, on a middle linebacker, which, you know, I mean, he is not just a, a, a Mike, um, I think I think he's one of those linebackers that could definitely play Sam and Will if he needs to. He could cover um, uh, people, people. I remember when he got moved over here, people, people kept saying that he can't 
he's just not that good in coverage, which is the most ridiculous thing I ever heard. But um, he's good in he's a like Chris said, he's a very good linebacker. Um, but if there are conversations going around him being moved, I also see the, there are reasons why they would want to move off from him. You know, uh, maybe get younger at the position and uh, cheaper. You know, which would which would make too much sense. You know, if you could do that, you do it. That's it's, it's simple. You know, I don't think it's that complicated at all. Yeah, I mean, he's not that old. I mean, he's 29 this year, so uh, it's not not like he's that old. But like you said, the I think the obviously that the contract is everything. I mean, if you trade him, look at that money you're you're putting back onto the cap that you could spend. I mean, you could sign three, four guys for the money that you sign in that one guy. So I, I definitely understand it. I just, I don't know if a team is going to take on that contract. I just don't, I don't know. I'm, I'll be very surprised if that happens. Yep. It's true. I, I would be very surprised if anybody is willing to take it because like you said, there's a huge question Marco, what kind of player you're going to get that hasn't really played any football in two years. You don't get to walk away from football for that long period of time. And, and, uh, ask the football gods to bless you with uh, the exact same talent you had two years ago. That's almost impossible, especially after an injury. Uh, that's, you know, that's almost unheard of. Um, then there are rare cases of guys coming back and playing well, but they are rare for a reason. That's a very hard thing to do. Um, and, so we'll see. Saying, not that he's old, but, you know, 29 is not old. I'm not saying that's old, but coming back, like you said, from the two years being out, that just adds to it, you know, 29 yeah. next year, he'll be 30. Yeah. So it's a big step. That's why I don't know if they're going to be able to trade him, to be honest. I, I really don't. I mean, yeah, I don't think that's a, I don't think that's an, uh, an, uh, something that will happen either. I'd be very surprised if any team is willing to take that on. Especially this year with the cap being lower, you know? Yep. Exactly. So, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, speaking of linebackers, let's do our uh, linebacker review. We don't have many linebackers, so Sharmi, uh, go, go, go at it. Yeah, like you said, Davin, we don't, we don't, we have. I think right now, um, at this moment, we only have four of them on. Um, we have Bryce Huff that plays out, that played outside for us, or um, he played designated pass rusher, like. Uh, newly signed Jared Davis, who played for the um, the, the Lions. Uh, of course, Mosley, as we spoke we spoke about, and and Cashman, um, who we got in the draft a few years ago. Um, so so we definitely need uh, linebacker help, especially in in a scheme where if you go through if you go about the history of what uh, Robert Sala likes to play, it's kind of um, what a, a little bit of what Seattle does, which is four three under, which is uh, where you have the sand playing literally over the tight end and the uh, wheel playing in one of the a in the a gap, um, and the mic playing in the in the b gap, kind of um, you you know so so you have that kind of under uh scheme where linebackers have to cover in space, um. Uh, because everybody else, you have the corners kind of covering uh, zones outside, most likely deep thirds, um, not most likely, but they cover, corners are covering deep thirds. Um, so so literally, um, 
if you want to think about it, they're trying to keep everything in front of them, literally. So uh, probably like for the first four or five yards, you have a little, you have a lot of space outside um, on, on, on defenses like that. But the thing with Salah's defense is that it has changed in so many ways and it is influenced by so many different coaches that he does blitz more because out of cover three, there's not a lot of teams that blitz a lot out of that. They normally like to just uh, run their four, their front four um, and, and get pressure like that. And they don't, but Salah is somebody that, that incorporates a lot of different uh, exotic blitzes and stuff out of that kind of look. Um, and a lot of uh, matching type of defense in the back end where um, there's not really any um, where um, players, the defensive backs kind of match what the whatever the route concepts look like. They're not really cover, covering the person their heads up on. Sometimes you will see them kind of uh, point, to, point out, hey, this one's going out like first in, first out, you know, the first if the if the if the slot guy goes out first, then the guy point who's whoever's point supposed to take the first one out going to go take the first one out. That includes the linebackers sometimes, uh, linebackers playing slot players sometimes. Um, so so that so the linebackers in in other words, um, in a defense like that, linebackers have to have a lot of coverage. Um, like I said before, Mosley is could cover. Um, Cashman has the speed, but he's still. It's still green. Um, he hasn't had the experience. I don't know what their vision is for him. Uh, the little bit I saw about uh, uh, Jared Davis, he does have the potential to cover. That's not really his. That I wouldn't say that's a strong suit of his. Um, I think I will kind of reserve uh, um, a final uh, evaluation of what I think he can do at this point. Um, but but from the little I see, I think he could cover if asked to. Um, but he's he's he. I think he's better, or he's um he's better um coming downhill, um than than he is in space. Uh, but but this is unfinished, man. This is a conversation we'll be having um later when uh, they fill in, um maybe through the draft or through other free agents, on until we fit, they fill in these spots. We we there's not really a finished picture here of what the Jets coaches are looking for. All right. Thank you so much, Sharman. Let's let's get into this Deshaun Watson. Yes, we're talking about Watson again because now it's just more, more, more stuff going on. Um, basically, uh, I'm, I'm guessing four women, four different women, are filing a lawsuit against against them. Uh, the Texans said they know about it, but they also have signed Tayrod Taylor to a one year contract. Chris, what the hell is going on? Uh, I, you know what it's it, it, before this it was already crazy because he was threatening to sit out the year he didn't want to play again for them they said they didn't want to trade him and now late last night uh came out that um there's gonna be a lawsuit against him saying that he uh sexually assaulted a woman a masseuse and now it's coming out that there's three more women that's gonna do this uh, it's, I don't know. Uh, it's the timing of it looks weird because it came out so late last night, came out whatever time it was for everybody it was late. Um, it just seems like, uh, I, I don't know. 
I, I, you know what? I'm not going to say I'm, I don't believe women either. That's horrible. I'm not going to say that. But this is just awful for the guy. I mean, if this is true, I mean, what is wrong? What is going on here? Like, we don't know anything right now. We know nothing, right? So I, it's hard to comment on it one way or the other because I don't want to say I don't believe the women and he's innocent or vice versa, you know? Or yeah, he's, she's, the women are definitely correct and he's definitely guilty. You know, I, I don't want to say one way or the other because it's just crazy. Like, what is going on in, in Houston at this point? with this guy in this situation. It's just, it's absolutely insane. I mean, and and like, does the team want to move on from him now? And now they're going to, now they're going to trade him, you know? Like, I don't know. It's just so, it's, it's insane. It's insane. I don't know what's going on. It's, I don't think anybody does. It's just a crazy situation. And I, I mean, and now you can have a lawsuit over him. So now like, does a team... Let's say us, you know, do the, do the Jets take a chance in trading? Because now if you trade for him, all right, this may not be resolved in the next week or two, but now you trade for him. Now you're taking a chance. If this, if these are a hundred percent true, now all that baggage is coming with him. You know, before he was, when you were trading for him, clean cut guy in his prime, great. One of the best players in the league. Now you got heavy baggage coming with this guy. So now what do you even offer? Are you going to offer the, you know, <laughs> half your franchise like like you were before for this guy? I don't know. So it, this just throws a completely humongous wrench into the whole situation. And Oh man. Right? You, and they, I, I don't I don't know that, what's going to happen. <laughs> you 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 that's exactly what your your analogy of the situation is exactly what just happened. It, there, there was a huge monkey wrench thrown into whatever the hell crap that was going on in Houston. So whatever, whatever confusion that was already going, whatever dumpster fire that was already burning, it's bigger now. It's, it's not just a dumpster fire. It's a, 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 a barn burner. That, that's what it is. Something like that. Yeah. Like the worst fire you could think of, that's exactly what's going on. And like Chris said, I I um, I refrain from speaking too um, deeply on this subject because uh, this is this kind of uh, toxic stuff that you kind of get too deep into and then you get yourself canceled for um, for going either way. You 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 side with the women too much and people will say that you're wrong. You side with um, uh, Deshaun Watson too much and people saying you're wrong. So until the information comes out. And then we have more information about what exactly turned out. Um, the one thing I will comment on, which is information that I do have and we do have is Deshaun Watson has refuted these claims. He, he wrote, he posted this uh, short uh, re, uh, um, kind of a paragraph on Twitter or Instagram saying that um, that the the lawyer reached out to him and his people about a six-figure deal and they and they did not want to pay any money for it and then when they did not pay for money for it the lawyer came out publicly with the allegations now again i'm just saying what he said i don't know if that's what happened i don't know what happened um i'm just waiting for 
all the proof to be on the table and then we could have a genuine conversation about what exactly happened. I, I just feel I just feel bad for Watson overall because of the fact of the matter is that he just wants to move on <laughs> and he has to go through a whole circus <laughs> to maybe get what he wants. And it's it's a very it's a very sad situation. We don't know what's the what's the outcome. Um we don't know if, if he really did what he what he did or not. He he seems like a, a one of those good guys that just you know, wants to live his life and, and stay out of trouble. So, you know, sometimes looks looks can fool you. So <laughs> I don't, I really don't know, but it's just, this is just crazy for Watson. And, you know, like I said, I, f- I feel bad for him, but at the same time, we'll, we'll figure out the story when, whenever that comes out. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm sure more info will come out right as, as, you know, as the days go on too. I think it's going to be a changing situation every day with this now. It's crazy because it like what's going to happen with the trading, you know? Like at this point, you need to trade them. You have to, you know. But then, because but then, it's not, but it's, then. Not, it's not just on Watson; it's also on that organization too. I feel exactly. like they're holding them for ransom. Like, like, oh, like, like you got the wanted sign. You got the um, the wanted sign for the man. Oh, we we give you, we give you a, a um, what's the name? Give us three third, three first rounders with. With, with two second rounders and two vet and two uh, starters, like come on, come on, dude, like come, come on, man. I'm, stop, for stop me, for ransom, man. For me, I'm like I said before. Um, I I don't know what's going on, and um, and in the beginning, and we've we've pointed out several times that a lot of what's going on in in Houston makes absolutely no sense. Um, <laughs> Um, I again, I'm not even talking about what just expired. I'm talking about or transpired. I'm talking about what before happened. How does a young man sign a contract with tears in his eyes, talking about how happy he is to stay playing for this organization and literally months after want nothing to do with the organization and just walked out, literally won't take their phone calls, won't speak to anybody want nothing to do but give me a trade what happened what happened to cause him to get to get to that conclusion now again the little we know about this guy is that he's a very easygoing quiet man we don't know him personally but that's what it has always been now you know you don't know if that's the truth or not because people do find ways especially when they have that kind of money to carefully manicure their person their their character especially the ones you see on television you don't know but i am not gonna judge him because again i don't know i don't know i don't know if he is capable of skipping out on a contract like some people saying and 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 he just don't want to do he just want to throw a tantrum you don't know you don't know. You, you're going off of very little information. So you can't have a concrete understanding of what's happening until the truth comes out. That's why I refrain from making a judgment on, some, on stuff like that, because I hate being, you know, being judged like that. So why would I judge somebody that way? That's my view. And, 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 that just, and think about it. The, the teams that want to trade for him, I, I think they're they're thinking the same thing as us. Like, what what 
you know, what's going to happen with this? Because if, yep. if it comes out to be 100% true, do you want this guy on your team? Yeah, there you not. go. And even if you do, do you want to, are you, are you willing to give up, you know, what, what you just said, three first rounders, two second rounders, a couple of players, you know, I, I don't know. Well, yeah, exactly. So no, I don't think anything is going to happen trade-wise for a while because they want to mm-hmm. make sure what's going on with this situation before they bring him in, you know? Agreed. Crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, very sad. Um, when, we, when we figure out some more information, we'll definitely let y'all know. Um, so, so Chris, uh, so, so far, um, give me, give me, just give me a few, a few teams, uh, winners, losers, and yeah, just winners and losers. Uh, you know what? I think it's too early to say winners or losers, but I, I would say the teams that have done a good job, um, obviously the Patriots, I mean, they went out and signed, uh, just about everybody <laughs> they could get their hands <laughs> on. So I thought they did a really good job. Yeah. I, Listen, they, I would say they overpaid for uh, the tight end, Juno Smith. Um, I don't know if he's worth that much, but you know what? In that system, maybe Belichick will turn them into uh, the next Gronk and uh, Hernandez tight end duo. But um, I thought But you know that the last time um, the Patriots, well, not the last time, um, but you know that the Patriots were spending all that money uh that doesn't mean that this is going to guarantee them you no, know no. not well they'll probably be in the playoffs without a shot of doubt but that won't mean that they'll get into the championship or the super bowl no but they should be better than what they were i mean last year they were just awful on offense i mean they had absolutely nothing on offense so um they re-signed uh cam i don't think that means no no excuses for cam yeah but i don't think that means anything about them not going after another quarterback either you know, it's only a one-year deal, so you could see them making moves in the draft or somewhere else. So, um, I mean, they had they had the cap space and they spent it. You know, you, you got to give them that much. Um, I like the 49ers. They brought back the guys that they were going to lose. They brought back a few of their guys. Um, and you know what? The team also that did a nice job so far is the Jaguars. You know, they're not signing big-name guys, but they're filling in with pretty good players. Um, you know, they know again, like with us, it's, it's, it's not a sprint. So you're not going to fit, you know, you're not going to fix your, your team in one off season when you're rebuilding. So, and they're starting basically from the ground up. So, uh, but they've, they've done a pretty good job. Um, so I would say those two, the, the losers, um, right now, I don't know about losers, but I'd like to see the Colts do something. Um, they've had the, they have the cap space. I know they got to resign a couple of their guys or extend them. So they're trying to, you know, keep space for that. Um, so that's a team I'd like to see them do a little bit more because they brought in Wentz. So you figure they're going for it. Um, I think Washington, they've already made some moves, man. I like their, uh, signing of, uh, Jackson, the corner. I like that move a lot. Um, that's a team and, and they brought in Fitzpatrick to be the quarterback. So that's a dangerous team, man, especially in the NFC East because it's not that good, that division right now. Um, I, I like Washington this year a lot, actually. And you know what? And give Tampa Bay credit, too. You know, they had all these free agents, and they brought all the key ones back, right? Shaquille Barrett came back. Um, uh, Levante David. David. Yeah, he came back. Gronkowski came back. So – 
they they did a great job. You know, they're they're right back as the Super Bowl favorite again. So um so those are the teams I thought that did pretty good. Yeah, um we, we were talking about Houston too, and Houston did a few things. Uh they signed um Gerard, uh Tyrod Taylor to a one year $55.5 million contract. They also signed Mark Ingram to a contract. Um they signed Andre Roberts to to a one to a two year deal. Um, uh, I think they 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 had a trade with New England too, right? Where they got Marcus Cannon, uh, the tackle. Yeah. Uh, they did that. So they've been they've been kind of moving, doing stuff. Uh, they also acquired Shaq Lawson too, via trade from Miami. Uh, with uh, where they swapped their linebacker, uh, Bernardrick McKinney. Uh, for for Shaq Lawson in a in a um, in a deal, so they've been making moves to um, uh, the, the couple of the couple teams that have a lot of money. That one of the teams that has a lot of money that hasn't really done anything is uh, the Colts. Um, other than acquiring uh, Carson Wentz in the offseason and resigning Marlon Mack, uh, they haven't really done anything. And this is the thing. Um, one of the better D- GMs in the league um, is the Colt GM, and uh, he's been quiet. And nobody's not nobody's killing him <laughs> for not signing no. anybody. <laughs> I mean, I, I think they got to do something at wide receiver. Maybe they'll bring back Ty Hilton, but um... yeah, they do need they do need speed. Um, they do need speed. One of the one of the guys I was looking for, um, looking forward to um, probably bringing on was Jayon Brown, the linebacker, but he re-signed with Tennessee. Um, Tennessee also signed uh, Bud Dupree to a five-year contract. Um, that's a big deal, too. <laughs> yeah, that was that's a big deal, man. He he definitely came into his own last year. I'm not before his injury. He was really coming on. Um, so so that that was a really big deal. Um, um, I think I think probably the biggest the biggest deal that we had was the 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 49ers deal for um the tackle Williams, which with a $55 million um guaranteed contract, which is probably high the highest for any in the history of the NFL for any tackle. <laughs> I think it was like a $160 million contract in all, right? 55 million guaranteed it was, uh, or something. Five, like yeah, it's 140. What is 140? Thank you. Yeah, Thank you, Gavin. Yeah. Hmm. That, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Raiders also did the Raiders did um bring John Brown, a former um wide receiver from um the Bills, in for a year for three three point seven mil. Uh they re-signed incognito, their guard. Um they brought in Ngakwe, uh former Ravens, former Jaguars, former Vikings, uh, pass rusher. Um they signed Sol- Solomon Thomas to a one-year deal too, and another linebacker that I really liked in free agent, which was their linebacker. They resigned him, uh, Nicholas Morrow, uh, to uh, what was it like a one-year, five million dollar deal, uh, four point five of it fully guaranteed. Um, another huge contract too I wanted to point out was the Corey Lindsley uh, Chargers deal. Um, center Corey Lindsley got a six sixty-two point five million dollar deal. 26 yep. of which is guaranteed. <laughs> a a lot of major moves. Oh man. Um I I 
you know what's crazy is I I I we would have thought the Chiefs was crazy for getting rid of their left tackle, uh, Eric Fisher, and uh, the right tackle, and then all of a sudden, then here they come. They signed Joe Thune. They get Kyle Long out of retirement, and then who they who else did they sign? Didn't they sign a center too? Uh, I think they did. I'm not too sure. I know they had signed at least three people. They signed. I'll look it up right now. They signed. Would you say Devin? They signed Thuni. Uh, oh no, not yet. They only signed Thuni and uh, Taco Charlton. Or oh, they re-signed yes. Taco Charlton. Yes. Yeah, and they it. signed, and and it was Kyle Long too, right? Yeah, that was that just came in. Yeah, That's that just ago. came in a second ago. Out. Yeah. So yeah, I, I guess you know they they trying to find ways to still win their games, and you got to give them credit. Um. Now the one now now the Bears on the other hand, they was ready to give up the whole. <laughs> they was getting ready to give up the whole two twenty twenty one uh draft picks <laughs> to get Wilson, which didn't happen, and then end up signing Andy Dalton. For all of that, they should have just kept Trubisky. I, that's what I would have did instead of Dalton. I think I would have kept Trubisky. You know, he knows the offense already. And, and you know what's <laughs> weird, Chris, is that Trubisky is the only one that's not signed. Yeah, you had guys that Fitzpatrick. It's Fitzpatrick signed. You had Brissett signed. You had Dalton. You had you had it, the the quarterback market is so thin that Trubisky really is the last option, and now he don't have no other choice but to take a backup role. You know what? I would I wouldn't mind having him as our backup. To be honest, um, I think he I think he would be do fine in our system. Um, I would not mind at all having him as a backup. Uh, yeah, because that's one. what. What? I'm sorry. No, that's what. That's what, that's kind of how he plays. He hasn't really uh, 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 kind of set himself as a starter in the NFL. Unfortunately, he's he plays sporadically well. He will have one or two games where he'll look pretty good, but that's it. And then then he'll fall apart in a, in another couple of games. That those guys are guys that you would kind of designate as starters in the NFL, right? Um. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, so that so so I I think I I understand why the Bears are trying to move on from him, um, because he's way too streaky of a quarterback to be a starter, and you need more stable stability at a position like that. Um, so I, I kind of understand that. Yeah, I think yeah. also Seattle lost. Just to just start, Chris. Go go right ahead, Chris. No, no, I was going to say the only other starter you could possibly see at or a possible starter is Alex Smith but I don't think he's a starter either because you can't count on him to play 16 games at this point coming off that injury yeah. and so I, I think Ooh. right now if you don't have a starter you, you know the only way you're going to get one is through a trade yep that's how that's it is I'll try to I'll get it not through the draft in yeah. a month from now yeah that's very sad and also I think uh Seattle um, <laughs> Seattle ain't make much moves. Still didn't get Wilson. Hopefully in the draft, but still didn't get Wilson the protection that he needs. Um, even though it was up in the air until finally yesterday, um, they told the Bears no. So I I don't know. It's just it's just the, it was just weird. So, um, I think I think we can get back to that topic of when you know winners and losers. But um, any any signing surprises? 
you know what? The the Bud Dupree one, not that he's a bad player yeah. or anything, but coming off an injury, getting a five year, uh, what was it, eighty five million dollars or yeah, eighty two million dollars, thirty five million guaranteed. I mean, I thought that was a lot for him. I I thought he was going to get like a one or a two year deal, but you know, I mean, great for him. He got the five year deal. That was great. Uh, Trent yeah. Williams too. I mean, he's thirty three. Remember, he set out the year, right, because of uh, he had the cancer issue, I think. Yeah. Yes. And that was a that's another humongous deal. Six years, 138, you know, 55 guaranteed. Um, so those two I thought were, you know, good for them. But just the, the, the amount of it, I thought, seemed pretty high. Hey, Chris, don't, don't forget, uh, NFL contracts are written on toilet paper. Oh yeah, yeah. I just look at the, the guarantee. The, the, and the, yeah, the numbers. That's... The numbers only look awesome. It's that contract is literally just a fifty-five million dollar contract. That's about it. It's not right. one hundred and forty million. Um, it's probably like a three-year um, deal. <laughs> yeah, that's about what it is. Um, um, I think I have one surprise, and I did not see the Raiders getting uh, dropping Hudson, uh, their center, and then him um, getting immediately. They signed. He got signed, right? Uh, it was, um, it was a trade. It was a trade with oh, the uh, right. Cardinals, right? Yeah, with the Cardinals. I yeah, did not so see that coming. I, I was pretty like seven. Yeah, I um, because Hudson is a very good center. Um, I did not see him leaving uh, the mm. Raiders, so um, that was a big surprise for me. And the Chargers getting Lindsley on that deal was was a big surprise to me. Also, uh, sixty two point five million dollar deal they gave him. So yeah. Um, yeah, that was one of my surprises. I think the Cardinals actually made some some decent moves. Um, what are we going to see from AJ Green when AJ Green uh, plays with them? You know, so I think the Cardinals make some. I mean, I think I think this is this will be the year that um, if he wants to show people that he still got it, this this is it. Yeah. You know, yeah, um, that's true. I think one surprise was that Fitzpatrick signing for Washington. I think I think the reason why I say that because I thought maybe Fitzpatrick would retire, but then again, I thought Washington would, would go with you know with another option or maybe even try to trade up the draft one. But you know, signing Fitzpatrick, I guess that was the best option for them. But it's not it's not a bad bad per se, you know, because you the, of course you know just like me, just like me, you talk said talked about earlier, Chris that. I felt that Fitzpatrick got robbed a little bit by um, last season, but you know it is what it is. Maybe Fitzpatrick yeah. can help uh, Heineke get get better. Maybe Heineke can be their quarterback. Never know. And listen, and you know, Sharma just mentioned teams could start looking in the draft now. You know, because there's really nothing out there now to sign. Um, I, I wouldn't put it past any of these guys moving up in the draft. You know, to to get someone to get one of those top five guys. Um, you know, I could see Washington trying to move up, Chicago, Carolina, um, New England. All these teams could use a quarterback right now. So, I, I this this off season with quarterback, the quarterback carousel that we keep talking about and and all that, it is not stopped because it's going to keep going. There's more moves coming. Um, we just don't know them yet. The Russell Wilson not going to Chicago. You know, Chicago went big, like you said, three first rounders, a couple of veterans, whatever, a couple of starters. 
Um, and you know what? And Seattle actually thought about it. You know, like they they thought about it overnight. It wasn't like it was a quick no, we're not doing it. They thought about it overnight. And their answer was we're not going to trade him at this time. So <laughs> it, that kind of opens up the door for a possible, possible at so I don't think so, but you know what? I I think anything is possible at this point. Forget about the dead, you know, dead money and all that. Uh, I I think it's it's definitely possible. You know, if they said if they thought about it overnight, that means they were thinking about doing it. So Chicago knows that, and other teams know that. Say, okay, what'd you what'd you offer? Three and this, okay. So Carolina is going to say, well, we got the eight pick. I think I think the eight pick might entice them to make that trade, along with the two more first rounders and maybe another star or two or whatever. So uh, there's definitely uh, the Russell Wilson thing is not over, at least not in my eyes. I, I think it's still out there and. It's it's not going to be ended until he gets traded. So we'll see how how this ends eventually. Wow, so that's crazy. Yeah, we'll see. Um, yes. Um, and last but not least, uh, who? Well, we we know there's still some free agents out there. Um, who 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 um who y'all think the Jets could could sign uh, or or can bring in? You know what? At this point, I mean, you guys will. I I think we still need a guard. Right, I'm thinking we yep. still need a guard. Um, we obviously need linebacker. We only got four on the roster right now, so that's a definite. Um, I think we'd all like to see them add another receiver. Um, I don't know what else. Corner. Another pass rusher would be nice. Yeah. Uh, you don't need one. You need more than one. Right. A corner would be nice too. I was hoping for, to be honest, I really wanted Willie Jackson from, uh, from Cincy, but he went to Washington. That was a guy I was ho- kind of hoping for too. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. Um, yes. Coming for us, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Some of, some of the guys, some of the guys that is, I'm surprised that are still out there is uh, Curtis Samuel and Juju Smith Schuster is still out there. Um, um, who else, man? Um, I mean, some of the some of those guys are older guys, uh, so I understand why they're not signed yet. Um, the fact that Eric Fisher coming off of an injury and being cut by the Chiefs is 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 and he hasn't been signed. That makes sense. Um, uh, Malcolm Butler got cut uh, from, but but he's uh, on the other side of of his peak NFL uh, performances, in my opinion. Um, uh, Sammy Watkins is a free agent. Yeah, and he hasn't been resigned. I know that I, you're saying older too. Another guy too, I wouldn't mind is Patrick Peterson. You know, if yeah. you could get him on a lower end, that's not a bad deal, man. He's got to yeah. have something left in him. Yeah, the the safety for the former safety for the 49ers too, Jacassi Tart. Is another mm-hmm. guy that I really like. He's a really good player. Um, that's that's another surprise too. I think I think um, I think a lot of this is it has to do with uh, them squeezing the purse here at this point. I think teams initially were being aggressive um, to get the players that they really needed, and then they were kind of, they kind of um, 
I think they're going to go through a phase now where they're literally trying to squeeze some of these players into lower contracts uh, and use the, the excuse of, hey, man, the, the, we don't have that much money this year. Uh, <laughs> right. um, so um, we'll see a lot of uh, teams probably lowballing a lot of these players. Um, we'll see, man. That, I think that's what's going on there right now. That's why I think the 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 players that teams thought were the high end uh, free agents have been signed, and I think now, you know, the mid tier guys are the ones that are going to go next. But I think there's going to be a lot of negotiating going going on, so it's going to take a little bit more time. And this is the part where I think Jay, uh, Joe Douglas is going to be um what's the name? We're going to hear a lot of Joe Douglas and you know, a lot of the Jets because he did it last year, you know, so. I figure that he'll he'll probably will try to do it this season. I don't know Richard Sherman, just like you said, Chris, uh, Pat Peterson, and some other guys. So it's still it's still some free agents out there, but we we not hearing nothing. It's it's very slow right now. <laughs> not, I not just want to mention. I just want to mention one more name, which is very interesting, and he's a safety. Uh, I think he I think he played for the Ravens last year. I think uh, Keanu Neal. Um, I, I know he has been he had been injured injured in the past, but that guy is really good. <laughs> he is. I mean, um, I mean, I, I I like he really started to be really consistent as a as a player. And the fact that he's a 26 year old safety and nobody's paid him yet is kind of, you know, maybe maybe the the the, the medicals is is going to be a, play a big part in how much money he gets. But well, that's that's a very big surprise for me. He was on Atlanta, right? Was it Atlanta? Was it, was it Atlanta? Yes, I think it's Atlanta. I think so. And was it Atlanta? Keanu, Keanu Neal. Keanu right? Neal, yeah, yeah, Atlanta, right? Yeah, and yeah, and think about it. Our new DC was there. Was DC. yeah, Albrick, yes. So yes. there's a connection there too. So we'll, we'll see. I mean, that's a possibility. And uh, with May, you know, he's on the franchise tag. So until he gets signed long term, you know, that could be a a spot we need as well yeah yeah because they're very they both could be interchangeable guys uh both of them could play down in the box and play um play uh back and in the back as the last line of defense uh three safety so um so i you know and the thing with neil too in my opinion neil could play that 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 position where um you know kind of linebackerish type uh um uh, Twinner between safety and linebacker type in a mm-hmm. in a kind of a cover three scheme um that you yeah, see he, over yeah, all over yeah. the NFL. Yeah, Nail yeah. said he'll play both positions. He'll play safety and linebacker. Oh yeah. Yeah, he could definitely do that. And the way it'll go, like in the next few days or even into next week, we'll see. Like whatever, whatever the Jets don't go after here, you know, like we'll see them get that in, in the draft. You know what I mean? At least we'll know how the draft is going to be set up for them, like strategy-wise, once this is all done. You know, if we still need a guard, you know, all right, we're probably going to pick guard first two rounds or something. Or, you know, like receiver, we could probably wait a little bit. But maybe running back, we might pick higher now because we haven't we haven't signed a running back other than uh, Josh Adams. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, I forgot about that, but yeah, you're right. And yeah, Josh also, Adam got re-signed. Yeah, um, sorry, sorry to cut you off, Davin. Um, but I, I, I totally disagree with signing linebacker early. I think I'm running back. I mean, early. 
I think I think we could wait until the third round to get a line yeah, uh, running back. So. You know, um, um, mm-hmm. once he fits what you what you do, um, that's all that matters. Um, again, it's not it's not that I undervalue running back at all. I just think there's other positions that Jets need more. Yeah, I, I don't see first down. Maybe, maybe the early second round pick if um, if one of the top two guys falls, you know, if uh, or top three. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. Uh, if it's not Harris or Etienne, I don't think you know we wouldn't pick him in the second round. Because I, I think I think when I gave my top running backs, my top running backs, I said that I, the third running back I had on my list. Um, I think he's closer to ATN in, in talent than people give him credit. And I, I, I genuinely believe that. Um, so, so I don't think he's that far off him at all. I just think he did not play for Clemson. That's the only difference in, right. <laughs> in running back, in my opinion. So, so they're, they're going to be drafted very quickly. The, these two players, um, when they go, they're going to go um, one, two, in my opinion. Um, um, with uh, I think Harris probably going first, but the two the other two guys are gonna go, you know, pretty pretty quickly. Yeah, and um, the Cardinals just signed kicker Matt Prey. Um, Matt Prey is from the from, yeah. the from the Lions, so there it goes. Cardinals still still on the move. Um, that's it. I, I guess that's it. So next week. Um, so make sure you follow us on sorry make sure you follow us on twitter just fans podcast um like the facebook page and watch just fans we do this for y'all every week um hey Davin, sure we're doing, that we're doing uh we're doing our our um the the defensive back uh draft um outlook this week this weekend right yeah yes um yeah yes. i was just gonna really say that. So, to make sure they check us out uh this sunday um, yes. for, for our draft special episode yeah. six. So we will have that for y'all. And until next time, we'll take a bite. Take what? Take flight.